0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It is the sequel to the highly entertaining and very good 2018 film, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And um, I don't even know where to begin with this film. This film was... I think it has the same directors. We have the same voice cast. The only person that's joining the voice cast. Uh, there's only a few people that are joining the voice cast. And I think. Oscar Isaac plays Miguel O'Hara. A.K.A. Spider-Man 2099. And then we have Daniel Kalula Playing Spider-Punk. Which I thought was hilarious. And everything else like that. And. I didn't mention this earlier. When we were doing the Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse uh, movie. The review. But um there's an end credit scene the end credit scene shows miguel o'hara you know trying to correct an anomaly that happens in the movie and this movie picks up across the spider-verse picks up on that anomaly the anomaly is the fact that the spider that bites the spider that bites miles morales is not the is a spider from another universe so basically Miles Morales has been this anomaly this entire time. Now, I'm not going to spoil this movie. I'm not going to get into plot details. I'm not going to give it away and anything like that. But that's 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 the logistics of the movie. They're trying to uh, because of this one event that happens in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse sets off a chain reaction of things that are happening in across the Spider-Verse. And judging by the fact that the first trailer of this film said this was going to be a part 1, They've already announced that they are doing a trilogy because Part 1 was Into the Spider-Verse, Part 2 is Across the Spider-Verse and they already made the announcement, Part 3 is going to be Beyond the Spider-Verse. So, I mean, that's the only spoiler you're going to get from me. Uh I'm not going to talk about anything else. I'm not going to tell you what happens. I'm not going to do anything like this, but the fact that knowing that knowledge going into this film, you can already assume that the movie is going to cut off at a point where you least expect it. And it does, but, but, you know, like I said, I'm not going to give it away. I'm giving you just the bare minimum of what we got here and things like that. So that being said, this was a fantastic movie. I really loved it. It was a real, a real Eye-pleasing film, to say the least. I took my kids to go see it in the theater. We just got back. It was a phenomenal movie. It really was. It lived up to the hype. It. I will. I will go out on the limb and say it was better than the first one. Uh, you don't necessarily see. You don't necessarily see a whole lot of comic book films that have a good sequel. Like to be honest, with the exception of Captain America and uh, the Wolverine and the Dark Knight. There's not, and even Spider-Man Two, there's not a whole lot of movies that you know outdo the first one, but definitely, especially in an animated series. But this was a great movie. Everybody, the character designs for all the spider people that appear, the new characters, the old characters, everything about this, the character developments with both Miles and Gwen Stacy are phenomenal. This. Everything about their character arcs from the beginning of the film to the end of the film to where we kind of pick off from the last film and everything like that, it really kind of goes to show you. We got a heavy amount of family dynamics from Miles in the first film, and it definitely bleeds over into this film, but we get a much deeper... We go into much more depth with Gwen Stacy's character, her relationship with her father from her universe... And you know her whole backstory with her version of Peter Parker, and it really kind of goes to show you that they were really gonna go all the way in and we even get a somewhat of a good backstory from Miguel O'Hara, you know we see where he comes from and everything like that, and he kind of plays the little bit of the uh, he's the anti hero of this film, you know he's kind of the 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 other half of the coin the the main villain of this film is the spot who starts off as a bit of a joke starts off as a bit of a uh, kind of like a they call him like a weak villain so to speak he's the villain of the weaker class and everything like that and but as the movie progresses he becomes much more threatening and much more menacing i thought his like they got every every single person like every Every main character: Miles, Gwen, Miguel, and the Spot. They they refer to him as the Spot, uh, and everything like that. But all four of these characters have an incredible depth to them. That it's very quick, but it's it's very quick and it's very abrasive at times, and it is kind of generic for a villain's kind of point of view from the villain's point of view. But as it plays out in the movie, it's 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 captivating. It's it's riveting it's it's such a great storytelling moment in the movie. The animation, my God, the animation was good. I wish I would have saw this in IMAX, but we saw it but you know, we only saw it in regular and everything like that. It was a standard, you know, movie theater uh that we got and everything like that and uh big shout out to AMC Theaters for hooking us up with uh with a free poster, free stuff and everything like that. Really cool. Um and everything like that. But um, I gotta say, man, everything about this film from beginning to end, the soundtrack was good, the look and feel of this movie was good, the storyline was good, everything about this film was just top-notch, um, the character development, the character designs, every spider person that they've introduced into this film all had their own flavor, had their own uniqueness to them, and everything like that, and they looked, in every look and cranny of this type of universe to find different Spider-People. There's even a callback to Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider. There's a callback to a lot of characters within the Spider-Universe that we've seen that a lot of people... Like, if you're a fan of Spider-Man and all the iterations of him, you're definitely going to get a kick out of this movie. This was a fantastic movie. A great film. I dare say it's better than the first one. Um, Miles is much more... Uh, much more fleshed out, much more uh, intuitive in what he's doing and his motivation and the struggles of being a superhero but at the same time still being a teenager and everything like that. We got a great character arc and a great character development from both Gwen Stacy that was sorely lacking in the first film, but they make up for it in the first 15 minutes of this film. And then we got a great backstory from someone who you think is the antagonist of the film in Miguel O'Hara. We get... We get everything that he's been through and ev- why he is the way that he is in a certain aspects and everything like that. And although, like I said, the spot is played for comedic purposes, he becomes much more menacing as the story progresses, but it's done in such a great way. It's entertaining. Everything about this film is great. Not too many... There's callbacks to a lot of other... uh, other moments within the first film that uh, I thought was great. And there's a lot of callbacks to you know, other, you know, Spider-Man stuff in there. Like in the trailers, they showed Insomniac Spider-Man, which I thought was hilarious because that's what they refer to him as and everything like that. But that kind of bothered me. I was like, damn, Insomniac also had a Miles Morales, so why didn't they acknowledge him and everything like that? But, you know, it is what it is. There's only so much you can do with what they got. You know, like I said, I don't want to give too much away. I've already told, I mean, I've already told, I've been vague about everything because I can't really go into detail about, you know, the certain character arcs and the certain uh, earmarks of the, a lot of the stuff that kind of goes into uh, the film without giving it away. I don't want to give it away. The only thing I am going to give away is the fact that it does have a cliffhanger ending and it does because... But then again, it's a cliffhanger ending because if you saw the trailer when it first dropped, it said part one, so you know that this film is going to be broken into, you know, two parts and everything like that. And then the day the movie came out, you know, they had already announced next year, March twenty twenty four, Spider Man Beyond the Spider Verse. So that was interesting to see and everything like that. But like I said, guys, overall this was a great movie. If you if if you're gonna go see it, if you're gonna if you need something to watch. And you don't want to watch The Little Mermaid, go watch fucking Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It's definitely worth the price of admission. I took my kids. They loved it. It was a great time. Um, Everything about this film is top-notch. It's probably one of the best, if not the best animated superhero film of all time. And And I would rival these two films with the two Incredibles films. Because I've always believed that the Incredibles films... Do feel like superhero films, even though they're Disney and Pixar, but Sony Animation's really outdid themselves and gave them a run for their money with this film. This was really good, and taking an established property and giving it a life of its own. But definitely, I would give this movie a ten out of ten. It was fantastic. Uh, it's going to be in the top ten for sure, and maybe even be top three. I mean, it's it's hard to pick between this movie and John Wick four for the number for the best movie of twenty twenty three so far, but it is what it is. And, you know, I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff that's coming out this year, let alone this month. So definitely, definitely, I cannot stress this enough. Go see Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse in theaters today. Um, and you, I trust me when I say this, you will not be disappointed. Uh, but that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you liked the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter. The Madhouse Twenty One. Have you seen across the Spider Verse? What did you think about it? Whatever the case may be, let me know Instagram and Twitter. The Madhouse Twenty One. Be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. We will be finishing uh, the the mummy series with the third mummy film. And then I think tomorrow we are going to start our movie, our new movie marathon for Transformers, which we're going to cover the five Michael Bay Transformers films, as well as the Bumblebee spinoff film, even though I don't think it's a spinoff that feels more like a prequel. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And the movie marathon we're going to set up as we get closer to next week's release of uh transformers rise of the beast so be on the lookout for that be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast and of course as always guys be sure to embrace your inner madness